Welcome to Direct Impact, where we discuss the various ways our mental health and quality of life intersect. I'm your host, Andrea Epstein, licensed professional counselor, master's addictions counselor, and certified sex therapist. Think of our time together as focused self-reflection mixed with insight, passion, and empowerment. Now, take a deep breath. Now let's dive in and see what impacts you today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Andrea Epstein and the Direct Impact Podcast. I am so grateful to be here discussing toxic shame today because it's so important. And a lot of people still struggle to understand toxic shame and how it comes to be, how it comes to be held and stored, how it becomes toxic. And also, you know, why we keep talking about it. We keep talking about it because it is the source of dis-ease and addiction for many, many, many people. And remembering on this podcast, if this is the first time you're listening to us, when we talk about addiction and when we talk about recovery and things of that nature, we are talking about recovering our authentic selves. And we are talking about separating and abstaining and recovering from unwanted behaviors and behavior patterns. Okay. So we talk about, yes, chemical abstinence and recovery. We talk about behavioral abstinence and recovery, and we talk about emotional abstinence and recovery and a lot of, you know, things that we want to break away from and have freedom and the opportunity to heal from traumas and wounds and really discover ourselves and who we are, who we're meant to be, what that purpose is. All right, so that's what we're about here. And it's also why we keep coming back to toxic shame, because it really is the core of who we have come to be out of trauma and out of wounding. And it creates a sense of dis-ease that is too hard to manage without numbing it, okay, or medicating it. And this is something that, you know, over time, when you keep medicating it, you're reinforcing it. And when you keep medicating it, you're reinforcing it. And that is the way it is with a lot of trauma repetition, okay, or trauma reenactment, if you will. And it starts that cycle of acting out in shame, shame and acting out, okay? I feel shame, so I act out to numb that shame. After I act out, I inevitably feel a deeper sense of shame. And that is how tolerance builds. That's how dis-ease and disease progresses. Remembering that the disease wants you dead. It wants to claim your life. And death is not the worst part. I've talked about this because it's the taking away your life and your relationships and your freedom and your passion and all of that that is the worst part. Okay. So that's why we show up to this. <laughs> that's why we show up to this podcast. That's why we show up in the world, in the rooms, you know. It's why you engage in therapy and in coaching and in all of these things to ensure that you're coming out of toxic shame. So goes back to our topic for today, shedding the shame. Okay. It's so important. And we can see shame coming up for us and just our language. And we've talked about that previously. We want to pay attention and notice where shame is emerging in our life 
and how it's playing out, how it's coming out sideways, right? And so again, we talked about even just the word should. It's cloaked in shame. Why are you shoulding on yourself? Don't should on yourself, shed the shame. Change that should to could, okay? It's not that I should. You know, that's something that you have learned, you've been taught, that's a message you've received. It's a negative core belief that is now built in that needs to be addressed. There's no should in it. You could, and it is your choice, okay? And through this process of healing, guess what? You get a choice. Not at at first. You know, early stages of recovery for a lot of people, depending on how progressed the disease is, there's a period there in the first, you know, three to five to six months where, you know, choice is not always part of the equation. And that's why you have to lean very heavily on your support system. Okay. But when you move into a state of, you know, recovery and prolonged, you know, abstinence, you do have a choice. And when choice comes into play, when your frontal lobe can engage, when you can pause enough to see, I have a choice one way or the other, you know, it's important that you shed the shame so that you feel like you deserve the path of recovery. Because if you do not shed the shame, even when you have a choice, you're going to choose trauma repetition and destruction and despair. Okay, that's why we shed the shame. That is why it is so toxic, because even as you abstain, even as your brain heals, if you are still carrying it, you know, and when I say carrying it, please remember, you're carrying it for other people. It was never yours to begin with. That's why it's toxic. It's not yours. Okay, it's time to shed it. It's time to give it back. It's time to hand it over to the people who laid it on you to begin with. Okay, it's time to break this bondage of all of this intense loyalty to abusers. Okay, so like by head, you know, holding on to toxic shame that you received from mom or dad or some other major caregiver or some other um, figure of authority, right? If you hold on to that, that is a real, real deep wound every time you act it out, okay? Because you are reinforcing loyalty to the people who have harmed you, okay? And so give it back. Hand it over. Let it go. I know this is a process and it involves a lot of deep trauma work. I am always going to recommend that you do this work with a professional with a counselor, a clinician, you know, a certified coach, a community, a 12-step program, a sponsor, okay? We've had many episodes on what are healthy support systems, okay? And so, you know, we will, you know, put that in our show notes so you can go back because you don't want to dive in and do this work with, you know, anybody, you know, a friend or a family member and definitely not with the people who, you know, instilled the shame to begin with. So let's be very mindful of that. Okay. So I really do invite all of our listeners to work on identifying and shedding any of their carried shame that is fueling their acting out behaviors because it is, it is the fodder you know, on the fire of addiction 
and we do not want that for you. All right, I want to tell you about Brain FM. Some days, our focus is stretched thin. Different sources of stimulation regularly wear on our attention. Working from home can obviously exacerbate these issues. At best, curated playlists can be a crapshoot. Whether they'll actually push you to be more productive, who knows? This is why we use Brain FM. These guys have neural phase locking audio technology and fire soundtracks that shift your neurons into focus mode. Visit brainfm.com. That's www.brainfm.com. Use the promo code Direct Impact for great discounts. That's Direct Impact with no spaces. Now, visit the link in our show notes. I wrote a little something I'm going to read with regards to shedding the shame. Okay. And I just invite you again to seek out a trusted, you know, hopefully professional individual, somebody who has, um, you know, really worked and engaged their own story of healing and recovery and has a lot of recovery and education and understanding under their belt. Okay. Be very mindful of who you do this with. Okay. All right. I said this week, we are still looking at how to engage our story of survival from a place of compassion, grace, resilience, acceptance, and yes, even gratitude for the pain that we've endured. I know. Why continue to engage your story on this journey? I get it. The answer is simple. Because you deserve to experience all the goodness that life has in store. You deserve to feel a sense of safety, freedom, and abundance. You deserve many moments of contentment, passion, purpose, and peace on the remainder of your journey. And it's a lifelong journey. Engage your story because it can be your guide and the key to shedding the shame that haunts you. Engage your story and share your story because it, in- it creates an opportunity for connection, self-discovery, insight, understanding, and growth for yourself and others, okay, in your sphere of influence. When you begin to share openly, honestly, and vulnerably, recovery miracles begin to happen. The practice of sharing and engaging the stories of others fosters integrity and humility, a sense of true humanity. It is a coming out that allows you to claim your worth, step into the light, and shed the shame that once fueled your unwanted behaviors. This week, I invite you to engage the parts of your story that hold toxic shame and dis-ease. Then, I further invite you to share that part of your story with a trusted other, and I put in parentheses, an unbiased someone (laughs) who can hold space for you, attune to your emotion, and engage your story in a way that promotes safety, further insight, and healing. As they say, feel the fear and do it anyway. That's what I'm inviting you to. All right. Thank you so much for showing up, and I look forward to seeing you again. If you liked this show, please share it. Um, please share it with somebody else and please do leave us a review. We really appreciate that. It goes a long way to continue to allow us to do this work. So thanks so much, guys. Bye for now.
Does anyone else feel like they just earned an extra brain wrinkle? Do you feel like that went by way too fast and just cannot wait till the next episode? Then leave a review and share this episode with a friend, a loved one, a coworker, or whomever because your valued feedback makes a direct impact. Thank you for dropping in. Snaps to you because you have made a direct impact by listening to this podcast. Make sure to follow us on social media and stay tuned every week for a new episode of Direct Impact with Andrea Epstein. Here is our disclaimer and legal language. Yes, I'm a psychotherapist, but guess what? I'm not your psychotherapist, and I need to be clear that this podcast is solely for enhancement, education, and entertainment purposes only. It is in absolutely no way a replacement for professional counseling services. If you feel like you need additional support, we strongly encourage you to seek that out today.